Now, SAB Miller results coming out today. What can we look forward to? Yes, yeah, Sakina, you know, it's quite a big one. Um, you know, we obviously know that SAB Miller is quite a big part of our markets, and uh, it's a company that, it does, that has done phenomenally well over a number of years now. You know, um, it's exhibited qualities which uh, fund managers and market participants in our market have liked um, in terms of rand hedge qualities and, uh, you know, uh, 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 sort of uh, generating revenue from, uh, offshore, from offshore markets, and uh, not only offshore markets, but from rapidly growing offshore markets in terms of the emerging market consumer um, consuming more consuming more beer you know so um, but uh, you know they've gone through a tough period recently you know um, where they've uh, seen very very soft volume growth in trading updates meaning that uh, they're not growing their top line very rapidly and they're also operating in a lot of emerging markets where currencies have been uh, exceptionally volatile and probably on a weaker trend um, you know, on the back of uh, uncertainty around when the Federal Reserve is going to hike interest rates. Um, you know, much like the South African Rand, uh, you know, the Indonesian Rupiah, the Brazilian Real, the, um, the, 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 um, the Mexican Peso, and a number, of, a number of emerging market currencies have come under the same strain, you know, the Turkish Lira as well. And SAB Miller tends to, be, tends to be operating in a lot of emerging markets. So, you know, when translated back into dollars, um, that could have there could be some translation losses there, and uh, that could affect top line growth. But I think the market is expecting that as well. Um, you know, I think uh, SAB Miller, due to the fact that it's done so well over the last couple of years, you know, the PE or the price to earnings multiple has uh, run ahead of itself somewhat, and uh, you know, it's looking pretty expensive. So. Um, you know, I think uh, in, in order to keep it going, you know, there's been a couple of rumors about uh, a, a merger or a takeover by ABI InBev. Um, you know, although that looks like it's not likely because, you know, ABI InBev like to buy focused business models and not, business model, uh, not businesses which operate in so many geographies with so much complexity. So, you know, I don't, I, it doesn't look like that's likely at this stage. So, yeah, difficult times ahead for SAB in terms of growing their earnings and uh, justifying their multiple. And uh, just looking at, um, you know, other earnings data coming out today, Cisco Systems, we're also expecting, Nadir. Yeah, it's a big one. You know, it's one of the big stocks in the S&P 500. And as we were discussing earlier in the week, you know, it's one of the top five cash hoarders um, within the U.S. It has a lot of cash on its balance sheets. And, uh, you know, I think um, this is really important because, you know, there's a lot of concern around are the U.S. equity markets expensive? You know, um, can we expect more returns from them after delivering a phenomenal couple of years of return ever since the end of the global financial crisis? Um, but with the tides changing in the U.S. economy and uh, with a backdrop no longer going to be as accommodative as it's been for the last five years in terms of an expectation of interest rate hikes, um, you know, I think there's a lot of question marks being posed over U.S. equities and whether they can continue their rally. So, you know, I think uh, the earnings numbers that came out uh, so far for, uh, for, for S&P 500 companies have been somewhat of a mixed bag. Um, you know, the banks have been, have been pretty decent, but uh, the rest of the companies have, have, have been fairly disappointing, you know. Um, and uh, Cisco is one of the, one of the, big, uh, one of the big stocks that uh, analysts watch in terms of earnings patterns in the U.S. 
So we're going to have to wait and see what they come out with. But uh, undoubtedly, earnings growth needed in the U.S. and uh, the likes of Cisco with so much cash on their balance sheet um, is going to need is going to need to lead the charge there in terms of reinvestment into in, into the economy. Um, but we also know that there's a lot of tax issues around uh, some of these companies, and uh, companies are hoarding as much cash as they as, as they are because um, they're concerned about repatriating that cash back into the U.S. and then paying corp, uh, um, corporate taxes on that. So, you know, there's, a, there's some complications around that as well. And then Eurozone GDP data also coming out today, Nadir. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, uh, we've seen Eurozone PMIs tick upwards um, in the most recent readings. Um, you know, all the countries except for France seem to be above the uh, composite, uh, the, the, the 50-point uh, uh, break-even level, where, if, you know, if you're above 50 points on your PMI data, you're in exp- your manufacturing sector is in expanding territory, and if you're below 50 points, your manufacturing sector is in contraction territory. So, you know, um, that's a really encouraging sign for uh, uh, future growth uh, ticking upwards in the Eurozone. And uh, in composite, Eurozone PMI is also above 50. So, you know, I think um, the the, the economic picture is starting to look a little bit brighter there. Um, You know, it seems like uh, the quantitative easing program, which was announced um, at the beginning of the year, started to take effect already. Um, You know, although the Eurozone is still a long way from out of the woods, you know, um, we still need to see more inflation there. And we're still seeing the ECB trying to stimulate inflation, which will get economic growth going. Um, and uh, th- that still remains a challenge. So all in all, the picture looking slightly brighter than what it was. Um, you know, although a year ago or just a couple of months ago, there was, a, there was um, ongoing recessions forecasted for the Eurozone. And now there's very marginal growth, which is forecasted for the Eurozone. So heading in the right direction, but still a long way to go. And I think uh, the number which comes out today is going to confirm that.